For the Society of Laboratory Automation and Screening, this is SLAS Technology Podcast. I'm David Pector. This is our first podcast of the new year, 2017, and to start it off, this podcast is going to introduce an annual editorial feature, and we're going to have our editor-in-chief, Ed Chow, here, and we're going to talk about the SLS Technology 10, which is a special group of articles that were published in SLS Technology this year. Ed, welcome to SLAS Technology Podcast. Hi, David. Thank you. Thanks for uh, having me. Tell us about the work that's demonstrated in this Technology 10. Yeah, so this is a first for us as we are moving on to the name change, moving from Journal of Laboratory Automation to SLAS Technology. We thought we wanted to do something a little different with our usual article highlight section that we normally do at the beginning of the year. So starting with the SLAS technology, we basically have decided that we're, we'd like to really highlight and honor some of the great work that comes through our own journals and represents the work that is being done by society members in SLAS. So with this, we've, we've started 2017 SLAS technology 10. So every year around this time, uh, we'll be highlighting the, what we consider to be 10 really great papers uh, that were published in SLS Technology, in, in this case, Java. Uh, and I, th- I think it, it really serves to also show kind of the diversity of uh, technology and research that's being done by, by SLS members and people who contribute to SLS Technology. So the core technology uh, advancements that, that has kind of driven and was and Chala was founded on are still there. Um, we, we had the really great pleasure last year of having a great special issue uh, sponsored by LabSite on uh, acoustic uh, dispensing uh, and, and how it's really improving uh, automated uh, liquid handling. Uh, and so there there are there, there are a couple uh, papers that were highlighted in this. Uh, in the SLS Technology 10 from that group. So one of them from uh, Christopher Winterberg's uh, group uh, is uh, Precision Cancer Medicine in Acoustic Dispensing Era. Uh, and, and what they did was really interesting. They used this, uh, because acoustic dispensing technology is, is really able to dispense uh, very accurate amounts of liquid in very low volumes uh, and very quickly. Uh, and they were able to demonstrate that they could use this technology too. Uh, essentially screen and, and, and treat and evaluate primary cancer cells uh, in a fairly um, quick and efficient manner. Uh, and so, so adding, applying automation kind of to precision cancer medicine uh, drug screening uh, we thought was, was really interesting and it kind of points to this future um, that, you know, has been getting a lot of press lately in terms of the you know, precision and personalized medicine. Uh, yeah. I think everyone is familiar, right, with the uh, cancer moonshot uh, project that uh, Obama uh, and Joe Biden uh, have been really uh, pushing in the last two years. And, and I think this article really speaks to kind of where SLAS technology members sit in terms of uh, being able to provide the technology solutions to help uh, with uh, this push uh, towards precision and personalized cancer medicine. Um, then moving forward, some of the other 
articles that are highlighted as SLS technology uh, really point to some of the diversity of projects that uh, and, and core technologies that that we we publish in in SLS technology. So, you know, automation doesn't just mean you know robotics and liquid handling, but you know, right. as well as also um, you know now that the, the technology has shifted really uh, in the last I would say four or five years, high content analysis, high content screening has become very very popular. Uh, I think you'll notice on the SLS ex exhibition floor. The, there's an increasing number of high content analysis, high content screening machines that are that are now being marketed um, on the exhibition floor uh, at our conferences, and, and this is really highlighted also in in the uh, the articles here. So uh, a couple more articles uh, that that are that are highlighted in in SLS Technology 10, uh, one from uh, Joanne Young's group basically high, uh, demonstrate some of the technology that surrounds high content screening, high content analysis, uh, where we can integrate uh, all these systems together to really do from the liquid handling and the cell culture to developing these spheroids to uh, automated uh, imaging and quantification and understanding uh, and really using high content analysis uh, in an automated fashion to, to uncover unique things uh, about how proteins interact uh, how tumor cells grow uh, and how you can, you know, evaluate them in a more complex uh, manner than, than than some of the singular uh, phenotypic uh, analysis that used to be done pre the popularity of high content analysis. Right, right. Uh, that's what we really wanted to highlight with this SLAS Technology 10 <clears throat> is that we're really focused on publishing great work in terms of advances in technology and, and it's not just yeah it's not just robots uh, but it's so much more than that you know um, SLS the members in, of, of the SLS society uh, you know represent a, a huge range in terms of technological expertise uh, and, and the, the research that they do is really great uh, across a broad range of fields that uh, that we really wanted to highlight um, so like for instance another example is, is this, that we really had the pleasure of doing a special collection on uh, 3D printing. Uh, and 3D printing has really changed the way researchers and doctors uh, can really can really approach a lot of new problems now. And you know, one of the great things about 3D printing also is that uh, it levels the field a little bit where things that were really complex before uh, and, and had to be fabricated by a company. Uh, now people can do it in their own labs or in their own garages even. Uh, and, and so we were really glad that we could have the special collection where we were able to show how people could basically use 3D printing on their own uh, to really do things that, that you previously never really thought you could do uh, in your own lab unless you were a highly specialized lab. So things like using 3D printers to make microfluidic chips or uh, 3D printers to basically create soft tissue uh, bioprinting. Uh, I mean, these are uh, things that, that, that weren't really thought of as possible uh, even just a few years ago. And uh, we were able to publish a number of articles in this area, and, and we highlighted two of them. Uh, and the great thing also is that these are uh, a number of these are open source, so 
you know, you can go to you can go to SOS Technology, go to the paper, and you can actually download the instructions. Uh, yeah, for, that's amazing. Know, how, how, yeah, for how to do these. So, I mean, it's really it's really opening up uh, 3D printing. I think really opened up uh, technology uh, to the masses in, in a way. Um, and so, you know, I, th I think yeah, like you said, there's a large diversity in the technology that we highlighted, and I think I really like that because it represents the diversity of the members and the people who contribute to SLAS and SLAS technology. Right, right. And it's very vital. I mean, this is the sign here to me is very vital, branching out in all different directions with similar foundations in some ways, right, of the kind of the capabilities that underlie what they're doing, but just going in all different directions, which makes it a very interesting read. Are, now, are people going to be able in the editorial um, piece, are they going to have links there to each of the online versions of the articles? Yes, uh, I believe so. They should be able to. Then it'll be a great, it's not so much a review uh, piece, but it's a uh, compendium or whatever. It's like a one stop where they can really see the kind of the best of SLAS technology. It'll be yes. great to see that. Yes. So what was your what any one that you were specially amazed by or intrigued by? I, I can uh, I, you know you know some of these were podcasts. There was a podcast about the 3D printing. There was also a podcast. I'll probably forget definitely about the um, the uh, tumor spheroids, which is really interesting. It was struck me because it's. Uh, creating a capability that people can then use in other words, by standardizing those. That was kind of, they were going to, it's almost like a platform. I was trying to think of, uh, you know, what are some of the connecting links? Some of these things are platforms for whole areas of work. So um, yeah. that was, and I think that really makes them stand out. And I think the 3D printing stuff is like that because as you say, people could download it. They could build on this, then this could be the where they got the idea and the start of doing something very different, actually, but, you know, inspired by this kind of thing. So. Yeah, it's very interesting. You know, they can they can download the instructions for the microfluidic chips uh, that were published in SLS technology and then modify the instructions and improve upon it using the existing uh, program as the foundation and just keep building on it and improving it. Uh, and they can do it all, you know, just in the in their own home, in their own garage, or or in their own lab. Uh, and I think, yeah, I, I think the ones that stand out are, is really the the 3D printing. I think was was a very very exciting for us, uh, especially in kind of the um, the open access of it uh, seemed yeah. to be really interesting uh, in terms of that. Uh, it's pretty low. There's a pretty low barrier to entry for 3D printing right, now. Right, uh, right, right. So it's really exciting. Uh, and then, like you mentioned, the um, the 3D spheroids uh, automation, uh, you know, that's a major issue with uh, cancer research is that uh, they're now recognizing that that really the more you really have to study cancer and, and evaluate cancer therapy in the context of a 3D culture. Uh, but oftentimes when you do it manually, um, it's pretty inconsistent between the, right. the samples. So 
So I think this is really, uh, like you mentioned, it's a, it's a really good platform because it speaks to uh, allowing you to do a number of things, but in a much more exact and automated and precise way. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think this has been, it's been this is a great, uh, this is the first, this is the beginning. And uh, from what I can see, it's a, a great one. So it's a great a start for the new, a new column or new editorial feature, I should say, and also for, you know, a new name for the journal. So I think it's uh, it's, a, it's a great, great kickoff. Thank you. Yeah, we're really excited. Uh, and we're, we can't wait to see what comes ahead in the future. Ed, thanks again for joining us to talk about the SLAS Technology 10. For SLAS Technology Podcast, this is David Pector. Mm-hmm.